Hello and welcome to episode two, whoa, what is that, of Wicked Coven's podcast, where my closest friends get together and talk about all things nerdy in the world of comics, anime, video games, movies, and television. It is your main host, Shania Anderson. Today I'm going to start off a podcast with the question of the day. Uh, this question comes from Bakugo underscore X6. Um, he asks that, how did we get the name Wicked Coven? Uh, so I chose Wicked Coven for the simple fact is that typically when girls get together in a sense of like togetherness back in the day, it was called a coven, such as, you know, referring to witches. So I decided to go with Wicked Coven because typically, you know, um, when you see girls together, (laughs) you think we're gossiping and we're wicked and, you know, we're a bitch and this and that and the other. I decided to take that word wicked and put it with the witch term for a group of women or witches and put it with coven. And that was my solution for the podcast. Um, I also had it as I was also thinking about using it as my business when I started doing or when when I want to start doing art uh, and selling art and selling different products coming from art maybe some fan art from the anime that I like or typically from that and as you can see on our Instagram I have some of our photos where you know me and my friend Alex actually draw a little bit and post our stuff there and also do a little graphic design so I thought I was gonna start it as a business for art and then I thought it would be a really good name for my podcast today we're going to talk about the movie that I just watched last night and it was called Midsummer. Midsummer is a horror movie by Ari Oster I believe that's how you pronounce it um it's a horror movie but the whole imagery in this movie was nothing but bright colors like pinks and yellows and purples and and the sky was always out and everything that happened was always in the daylight never at night never at night unless she had that one dream center so i'm going to continue to explain this movie but just be warned that this is going to be a spoiler alert I'm going to talk about some theories. I'm going to talk about the movie in itself. I'm going to talk about the imagery in this movie. I'm going to talk about everything I could possibly talk about and more about this movie and the critiques that I have for this movie. Now, when we first get into the movie, it's about this girl. And this girl had just got um, a weird, ominous uh, message from her sister. And um, her name's Danny, and Danny has been trying to call her mom, her dad, the house phone, her sister. She's been trying to email her sister, and as she was doing that, eventually she got a call that her family actually has died. And the way they died, in the email, her sister had said, "Um, I can't do this anymore i believe i can't do this anymore i'm taking mom and dad with me or mom and dad is coming too goodbye and then she said something about everything's all black um immediately off the back when we read this email because it's presented to us on screen um mom and dad is coming too is where i immediately got 
this sense of okay she's either bought to kill herself and kill her parents too or she's just gonna kill her parents um the sister not danny the main not the main character and i'm like what is going on and then we also presented with this information that her sister is also very bipolar now we don't know what type of bipolar we don't know if it's bipolar depression bipolar schizophrenia um some other stuff like that and her boyfriend is actually telling her to calm down like her sister is seeking attention and she's like okay 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 and it's you first seen this interaction and you can tell that danny which is her boyfriend uh her boyfriend christian um has this weird codependency because when we first meet christian he's at this restaurant with his guy friends and all of them are telling him to get out of this relationship because he's not been happy for the past year um so he's actually wanting to break up with danny and then all of a sudden her family dies and he can't i guess he finds out that he can't find a way out of this relationship especially when this girl's family just died um so we go straight into that and now we're getting into the meat of the movie was where they actually took a trip or taking a trip to sweden this is where they're all phd students gonna write their thesis and they're going to see one of their friends pl um family and how they interact and their religion and their culture and stuff like that so they end up going to um sweden and when they first get there everybody is um wearing white the sky is the bluest i've ever seen in a movie um there's nothing but full of grass and happy colors so when you get there they're immediately looking happy they're excited about their trip of course danny is still you know going through it because her family just died a couple of months ago um her family died in the winter and right now it's the summer so it's only been a couple of months um so we go through there and they finally get to sweden when they get to sweden um there's a lot of weird stuff that's already happening immediately a girl with red hair takes a liking to christian um one of the other friends uh is actually uh going there purely to find his thesis is gonna write about uh pl's family um pl's family is kind of already looking like a cult um everybody eats together um there's certain rules that you have to listen to there's certain ways that you have to do certain things they don't really take outside sources yes they do have a truck and they typically do leave this grounds every once in a while i believe um and then they also have this thing where they present us to how they do their aging process and how they treat certain members of um the family by age so from very young age everybody's raising children no matter if you birth them or not or you're the biological parents or not um but between that age and 36 you are in winter i believe and everybody sleeps together in this one big old hut um when you hit 36 
It's 36 to 42, I believe. This is when you work. This is when you learn. This is when you start contributing to the family. Uh, 42 to 56 is, I believe, um, fall. No, it's not fall. It's spring. Yes, I believe it's spring. Um, each age group is associated with uh, a season. Um, so with 56 to 72, that's fall. And you have to die at 72 before your life can get spoiled in any way they believe. At 72, and this is where we present it with the first horror scene in the movie, is two people have already turned 72. And this is when they become mentors and stuff like that. So once you hit the ripe age of 72, you are going through this ritual and... They sit at this table that's kind of in this ruins type situation. It looks like a diamond shape with two lines coming from the bottom. And they go through that. They have their last meal. Um, after they have their last meal, they sit in these chairs. People actually take them up on this cliff. They get on this cliff. They cut their hands, wipe their hands on this stone that has more ruins. And then they jump off the cliff. Um, that right there, that one scene in itself had scared me. Because you can already feel the anticipation of, oh, what are they about to do? Um, like, are they going to speak and the people are going to listen? I didn't know if they were going to listen. But in my stomach, I can feel they were about to jump off this cliff. And already from this director, from what we've seen from Hereditary, um, they have no problem showing us the gore. So the, the lady jumped off the cliff first, head first into this huge boulder rock, face smashed in. And I'm cringing. I'm like, whoa. And they actually like zoomed in on this woman's face that's been smashed in by this rock. Okay. Everybody in the cast, Danny, Christian, and the three friends was Mark, Josh, and PL. Um, they, PL, this is his ritual. So he is not affected by it. Everybody else except Mark because Mark is doing something else in the, um, on the ground is now shocked they are looking around they are literally throwing up they're like what is going on here why are they doing this and uh this is when they explain once you hit 72 this is when this is an honor to them in order to do it and they don't want their life to be spoiled so once they die when a baby is born that baby takes on their name and the life is recycled going through the cycle again uh, Danny at this moment has now reached the breaking point um, she starts to actually stare and like dissociate kind of like she's very aware of what's going on but she's not feeling anything her body is feeling numb she's looking around at everybody else's reaction and she's kind of like stoic um, and then that's not it the man jumps off the cliff, but the man jumps off the cliff feet first, and all he does is break his legs, 
and he's in such pain. Um, and then I guess the four oldest people of the group grabs a mallet and then smashes his head five times. And the director did not cut away from that scene at all. We seen this man's head being smashed five times, even though he was dead after the first hit. Um, that right there, I believe, was already halfway through the movie and caught me completely by surprise. Uh, I was extremely disturbed, but I was a little bit more intrigued in the movie after that scene, actually. Because uh, now it's like, now we're halfway through the movie. What is there else to do? Which, it gets worse. It gets worse all the way through. The redhead that has taken a liking to Christian has done this weird love ritual so in this love ritual, she puts something under his bed um, as he sleeps. After that, there's a scene where it cuts to a cloth that explains how to make somebody fall in love with you. A woman specifically falling in love, making a man fall in love with them. So what you have to do is take, excuse me, it's about to get a little graphic. It's about to, you get your pubic hair, shave it off or cut it off, trim it off and put the hair in food then you take your period blood and you put it in their food or drink as well so the person that that needs to fall in love with you they eat the hair they drink or eat the period blood so there's one scene where everybody is eating and they're making their they they are eating meat pie or meat pot pie and in this meat pot pie christian finds a hair He's like, oh, okay, it's it's nothing. It's nothing. Everybody's like, um, that kind of looks like a pubic hair. And he's like, no, it could be any type of hair at this point. It just probably fell off one of the women while they were eating. But as you can see in the table, everybody has this yellow drink. Everybody. Everybody has this yellow drink but Christian. His drink was orangey, peachy color. So immediately after you just seen this cloth, you see him eat this hair and you see that his drink is the only one that's orange. Immediately, the audience is going to know exactly what just happened. Um, and I was slightly disgusted um, knowing that he was drinking period blood in his drink. And nobody had caught on that his drink was the only one that was orange. Like... There were subtle things that was happening in this movie that frustrated me that people were just ignoring. They were just ignoring it. Um, there was also another couple that somebody else brought to the ground, same as PL. And they brought a couple. It was Connie and Sammy, I believe. And Connie and Sammy had just seen the people fall from the cliff. So they were ready to leave the grounds. They were ready. They were packed. Uh, as Connie was getting ready, they admitted to her that Sammy, her boyfriend, had actually left without her in the truck. And she's like, why would he do that? He would never do that to me. He's never once did that. Um, but she accepted it, and she waited for the truck. Uh, next thing you know, everybody's off doing their own thing, and you hear a woman scream. Everybody on the ground started to ignore it. Danny, Mark, Christian, and Josh all noticed this scream, 
and then went back to what they were doing. Like, what is going on? Like, why? And as they were doing it, um, everybody else was ignoring it. But the thing is, in their grounds, when someone is expressing emotion, everybody is feeling that emotion. So when the man fell off the cliff and he was in pain because only his legs was broken and smashed to pieces, um, when he was crying out in pain, everybody was crying out in pain. And later in the movie when Danny is crying and hysterical, um, everybody's crying and hysterical. They were feeling her pain. So when this woman screamed, nobody did it either, which you'll notice is like, everybody's ignoring the scream, which you end up realizing is actually Connie. Um, they actually heal them off one by one uh, because every 90 years, four people have to be sacrificed outside and then four people have to be sacrificed inside the, I'm going to call them a cult. cult. Um, so four people, it's, it's an exchange. So if four people die, that's outside. Four people have to die on the inside. Um, that's just their exchange and harmony, balance, and all that. Now, when it comes to that, so Christian, like I was saying, is being pursued by this redhead. Eventually, he ended up taking a bad shroom trip because they like to make a tea out of shrooms and they like to get high. Um, so he ended up doing that. The spell from the period blood is working and he's got accepted into mating with this redhead um so finally the spell is working they go and you know do it christian ended up getting like this big old ritual so she's laying on this on these flowers there's maybe 10 women also in the room everybody's naked and the women is like singing as him and the redhead are doing it what also disturbed me is also we don't know how old this redhead is. We don't know if she's in the age of between 16 and 36, but she looks pretty young. So I'm hoping she wasn't a young girl when she did this. Um, I want to say that she was 18, 19, 20. I'm praying because it kind of disturbed me how young she looked. Um, and Danny had just won the May Queen. So in order to be the May Queen, you have to um, you have to drink this shroom drink and you have to dance until you fall. So everybody ends up falling. She ended up being the last one there. And she gets to choose at the end of the movie who dies um, with inside the cult. So two people already volunteered. She had to pick another two people. Um, she ended up choosing her boyfriend, Christian, because she just seen him cheat on her with this redhead girl. And Danny put Christian inside a bear's body. Um, because the whole time during the movie, he was very condescending. He forgot her birthday. He basically treats her as if she is a burden. Even though he's being generally nice sometimes, you can just tell there's something there. And she noticed it because she ended up asking, like, am I being too much? Am I being too codependent or something like that? And and she, she witnessed him sleeping with another girl. But 
it's just he she puts him in the bear and then she burns him uh let's talk about mark mark is one of the friends he's very disrespectful in the way he does things i guess he's the jokester and the one that's more there for fun uh he ended up accidentally peeing on this dead tree that has all their ancestors ashes on it instead of apologizing he gets mad they probably wouldn't have killed him if he didn't disrespect them like as you know he didn't know they generally understood that he didn't know but they still killed him they skinned him actually and put a gesture hat on top of him um they filled him with straw put his skinned face on the straw and burned him with the with christian when he was in a bear burned the two other people they did that burned connie and sammy and it was just a whirlwind of everything um so now we're going to talk about the ending um this is more of they took the weakest person in this group and made them part of the family which is something a cult does she has no family with her and these people are accepting her and she ended up winning may queen and she gets accepted because now she just seen the one person that she ultimately was clinging on to cheat on her um and it was just at the end she's just smiling as everybody and her friends are burning and that's just how it ends as she's like draped in all these flowers um there was a couple of stuff that 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 said um exactly what was going to happen if you were watching the movie as intensely as i was you've seen a couple of things in danny's apartment that was very foreshadowing of what is going to happen um in one part, there was this weird painting on the wall of a girl draped in nothing but crowns, which is definitely a foreshadow of Danny becoming May Queen. And then there was a little girl looking or giving a bear a small peck, like a small kiss, and that was in her room, which probably foreshadowed the boyfriend in the, <laughs> in the bear. Um, because when you've seen it, She's on the side with the girl, and Christian's on the side with the bear. And it's it was it was the paintings in her room was very obvious that you needed to be noticed because they weren't like everything else in her house. Everything else looked very modern and very you know black and gray, um, but these pictures were full of color, and they were paintings as if they looked like they were on like a like a like a old ancient wall like people were painting on rocks um and there was and the nine sacrifices i don't know too much about the pagan religion that they were talking about it kind of looked like norse mythology to me slightly because of the ruins and how they were writing um but they did nine sacrifices to harga and um that was those nine sacrifices as i told you was from mark josh connie salmon and the two volunteers for you know from the cult 
Now, let's get in, into some theories. Because this is the same director from Hereditary, um, you can tell there were some total opposites between Midsummer and Hereditary. Um, Hereditary was shot in dark, gloomy, um, dark, gloomy situations. Uh, everything happened at night while everything happened broad daylight. But there is some themes uh, from both of the movies. Both of the movies had family and codependence. Um, the codependence is definitely seen from the mom and her children. And then codependence is seen in Midsummer with Danny and Christian, her boyfriend. Um, and family, of course. Family dies in Hereditary. The sister dies. And in Midsummer, her whole family dies. And her sister did this murder-suicide situation. Oh, yes. Did this murder-suicide situation in a way that she duct-taped. She turned on the cars, duct-taped the exhaustion with the pipe, put the pipe in the parents' room, duct-taped their room up so um, the carbon monoxide from the car is in in the room and can't get out. And then she put another pipe from one of the other exhausts straight into her mouth, which was Danny's sister, straight into her mouth and duct taped it around her mouth. And she ended up dying right there in her room from the carbon monoxide going straight into her body, which was kind of really fucked up, really fucked up. Um, And Hereditary explores paganism in a way that was bad, like uh, sinister, wicked, <laughs> wicked, um, just outright evil. Why Midsummer did it as a way that was uplifting towards these people, made their lives better. Um, there was power towards it. There was honor towards it. Um, and... In the movie, we can already tell that PL may be the oracle. Uh, it's not first given to you because it's it's not explained yet. Uh, in the beginning of the movie, PL is drawing. This may not seem like a huge issue. Everybody draws, but he draws exceptionally well. Um, now, in the movie, there is their oracle. The oracle is a child that was purposely inbreded to look disabled and disformed and they would draw in these in this book and this would be their their law their you know upcoming seasons uh from this from from this very disformed child from inbreeding and that's the only inbreeding that's in the cult because they explain they, they they have to be approved in order to mate. So the, the eldest already knows their bloodline. And they also bring people from the outside, a.k.a. Christian, in to have babies with the people um, in this cult. So that's the only one that's inbreeding. But these this disabled child draws because he has unclouded intuition because he doesn't think the same way as everybody else so when PL came in brought in these 
four people in with him. He automatically knew that Danny was going to be the May, May Queen. Um, which gave him, at the end of the movie, um, a flower crown. And they end up telling him that you will be recognized for your unclouded intuition. The same way they said with the Oracle, the product of inbreeding, you know, the unclouded intuition. So he's going to be rewarded because he draws and he drew this outcome that end up happening uh this prophecy that you know danny was going to be the main queen um in the thing they also have this theory where the breathing is connected to everything this breathing that's happening where they inhale really quick and exhale really quick kind of like <gasps> and it caught me in the movie off guard a couple of times um kind of as if they were like hyperventilating and this theory is explaining that it may be connected to the way that Danny's family died. Um, kind of like hyperventilating because of the you know carbon monoxide poisoning. Um, all this in the movie is pre is not presented a presented to us as a typical horror movie. In this horror movie, it's kind of like a twisted fairy tale kind of in the least and within this twisted fairy tale it's kind of like danny is this princess that discovers you know this is her birthright christian is like the prince mark because he you know was being very foolish and very inconsiderate and peed on their sacred tree is the jester because when he died they put on this hat with the bells that's typically associated with the jester um which they also uh foreshadowed in the kind of the beginning of the movie because the children was playing skin the fool and he ended up being skinned and he looked like a fool joss was kind of like the wizard of the group he was there purely for knowledge to acquire knowledge and he didn't respect their their traditions. Uh, he took it more as an experiment than anything. And they gave him the right to, you know, talk about their culture, their cult, in his thesis. But he couldn't put names, their specific names, and they couldn't put look the location or any hints of the location of where they're at. And he could not take pictures. What did he end up doing? Taking pictures. And taking pictures of the Oracle's book. Which is nonetheless just terrible. They end up smashing his head with a mallet. Um, which was also very foreshadowed because his head is, you know, his brain is his, his knowledge. Um, and then P.L. kind of took off this noble knight that protected Danny. Because he was the one that remembered her birthday he was the one that was being sweet to her he was the one that kind of was like hey come here let me give you a hug let me comfort you um and he also told her that his parents also died in this horrible fire and he's also technically an orphan like danny um in the shots of course when i was talking about danny and the may queen that it was being prophesied 
Um, of course, you've seen the 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 picture with Danny in this flower crown, or this picture of this girl in the flower crown in the art. But everything that she mentioned, she's the one that pointed out. Oh, what is the May Queen? Oh, she found the pictures of the May Queen, and the May Queen typically all look like her, um, which was also very weird to me when I first uh, watched it. And then on Danny's birthday, you can see in the background that there was a baby that was born and is celebrating a new cycle of life. Um, and there's this another theory that I've seen now it's actually on uh, Reddit and Twitter at this moment is that they think P.L. killed Danny's family. Um, because he's a prophet, technically, he's seen that Danny, this needed to happen in order for Danny to be May Queen, and they think he was the one that killed him. Um, of course, every ruling is connected to something. Um, it, it, the ruins that, that is on their shirts or their dresses that they wear tells a story that some of them was saying like journey joy mystery secrecy intuition death and the end um of course you don't see that in the beginning when you're first watching it but you're definitely seeing it afterwards after you look up you know some research do some research on what these symbols mean and right now we're gonna go ahead and take a break and then we're gonna get into some more reviews but not for movies maybe for anime and we're going to talk about Fire Force. Thank you so much. Hello, we're going to start this break with the corny joke of the day. Why did the golfer bring two pairs of pants? Go ahead and send that answer into our Instagram or our Twitter at wicked underscore coven. And if you get it right, sending in that answer, we're going to go ahead and shout you out on our next podcast. Thank you so much and thank you for listening. We're going to get back into our podcast. Thank you, and welcome back from the break. Um, before we get into Fire Force, I kind of want to talk about My Hero Academia, Hero Rising, the new movie that literally just kind of came out, and it's from the My Hero Academia manga and anime. Um, I haven't seen it yet, and I'm so excited because I've seen one part in the movie where it looks like Bakugo, is joining Deku and sharing the one for all power. Oh my gosh. Um, I actually haven't been keeping up with the manga recently. Uh, I'm actually, I believe, on 142, uh, the chapter. And of course, I had skipped over a little bit because my friends know that once I found out about Bunny Girl, I was totally obsessed with her. So I ended up skipping a chapter to um, to find one one chapter that had nothing but Bunny Girl in it. I swear on everything, I am going to cosplay her. Um, I just need to, you know, work on my leg strength more because that's where her power is as a as a rabbit or as a bunny. Um, I'm so excited. If you've seen it, please please let me know in our Instagram and Twitter at wicked underscore coven tell me how you like it tell me how it connected to the manga you know let me know your feelings and reviews on it um let's get into fire force fire force i've actually started watching it recently i've been keeping up with it and fire force is 
pretty interesting. It's from the same people that had created Soul Eater, so you can tell from the style of drawing that that's, that's where they were going, especially with the sharp teeth, different color eyes, and all that. I love Fire Force, actually. Fire Force is in a kind of like modern time, but it seems like people are starting to turn into like this demon of fire like if they get too angry or it just happens randomly where they turn into this fire demon and either they go rampage or they have this fire force to put out their fire and you know they do them a blessing and they end up killing them um there's one incident where a father, you know, combusted. I'm going to say combusted. Uh, combusted into this fire demon, and he didn't do anything. He just sat there at the dining room table as his wife and daughter left the apartment. And he just sat there because you find out that they are actually in, his, in, in a lot of pain. So he sat there and took all that pain. And I, I believe not to hurt his family because, yes, he combusted into this fire demon. But I think his his morals and heart was like, I'm not going to kill anyone. I'm not going to kill my family. And the fire first took mercy on him and killed him very quick and blessed his soul uh, in order to get into a better place. And that right there was like, whoa, OK. But there's also something that you find out that people are actually forcing this combustion on civilians and it's kind of like this the this group that wants to find a pure one where these bugs or like these insects are attracted to their fire and the main character actually you can tell uh, from one of the episodes is where he actually there's actually a scene where the bug is trying to attack to him, uh, um, try to get to him um, for, like, this pure one. And he his fire comes from his feet. So there's different types of, of um, third-generation fire wielders. Um, there's him that comes from his feet, which is his is also combustion. So he can, depending on how he does it, he can have a really strong flame, a very light flame, but it comes from his feet. Uh, one of the other characters, his fire comes from his sword. And just like Soul Eater, he has this weird thing about Excalibur and he's uh, a knight. Um, I'm guessing the Arthur really, really likes the King Arthur stories and always need to include Excalibur in some way and Arthur, King Arthur in some way or a knight. And... Um, it was funny how they do it in Soul Eater because, yes, Excalibur is a sword that can turn into, like, this weird little thing that talks. And he's always, like, telling somebody to go get him stuff. Uh, he's very bossy. And it's very hard to wheel him because people find him so annoying. And then you get to Fire Force and the person hoarding his sword that he calls Excalibur is just the same uh, which I found really funny but what I really like about Fire Force is the main character he's actually not dumb he's not dumb he's a little impulsive but he's not dumb so far in all these animes that I've seen 
all the main characters are like slightly stupid like really stupid like in soul soul is kind of like always not there um in uh some other anime such as uh black clover asta he's dumb uh there's a couple other animes where just the main character specifically the male is just so stupid but he has so much immense power but in fire force he's actually pretty smart and he has a lot of power i enjoyed that a lot because i'm not sitting there so frustrated like how did you not see this and why are you screaming always um i really typically enjoy fire force if you haven't seen it i recommend it strongly um i'm watching it on country roll but you can watch it on youtube because you know kiss anime uh and all that um please please watch it if you have not seen it and thank you for listening to the podcast I I really enjoy talking about these things, and I really appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. Have a good day, and thank you for listening. Stay wicked, my friends. The song of the day is Yikes by Nicki Minaj. Don't ever fucking play with me. Y'all niggas know, y'all bitches know I'm the fucking queen. You whole bitches know. You dirty bum bitches know. Got the strings on them. Woke up the price of coke up I just hit them with the low cut Then call my folks up Somebody about to get poked up Go call a tow truck All that talking out your neck Might just get your throat cut This a Mack truck Not a black truck When we move, tell them back up Click, click, clack, duck Hella bands, pull up stashed up Super facts up All you bitches, Rosa Parks Uh-oh, get your ass up Yikes, I play tag And you it for life you a clown, you do it for likes Yikes, yes it's tight, but it doesn't bite Rip it right, he be like Yikes, what's the hype, this is something like Yikes, out of town, on consistent flights Yikes, work hard, just a different way Get your life, you bitches ain't living right Yeah I keep two nines here. You see my face all over that Fendi design gear. Soon as niggas press you, boy, you throw up peace signs here. You don't want that action, pull your card, you decline. Uh. I keep two dimes here. Walk up to a bad bitch, be like, I think you fine here. I don't play with demons, Satan, get thee behind here. About to get fucked up a margarita with two limes. The same ain't she change. This ain't nothing new. That pretty frame, diamond chain. What the fuck it do? Yo, clear the way. It's some bad bitches coming through. I give two F's like the letters that are on my shoe. Yikes, I play tag and you it for life. Yikes, you a clown, you do it for likes. Yikes, yes, it's tight, but it doesn't bite. Rip it right, he be like, Yikes. What's the hype? This is something like Yikes, out of town on consistent flights Yikes, work hard, just a different way Get your life, you bitches ain't living right Bag talk, but they ain't got no mouth with money Bag talk <laughs> It's quiet, ain't no bag talk